What's up, family? This is Jay Floyd, man. Thank y'all for joining in to another episode of the Big Bro Podcast. Listen, I do this show for one reason and one reason only. That's to be a positive voice for our community. To come out and vibe with y'all, chop it up about, you know, a few topics y'all may not hear discussed elsewhere. To be the same kind of voice that my big bro was for me in my life. You know? So with that said, cue the music. What's good, folks? It's your big bro, Jay Floyd, man. And welcome to the Big Bro Podcast. Yo, the Big Bro Podcast is a is a rebranding, man. I know y'all may have be, been used to um, coming here and catching me under the title of Jay Floyd Speaks Life, man. And, you know, my show right now, uh, from this day forward, will be called the Big Bro Podcast, man. One of the things, you know, and I was talking to my wife about this, man. Uh, you know, Jay Floyd Speaks Life was me bringing what I do on stage you know when i do speaking when i do life coaching i wanted to bring that to the airwaves right to keep using my voice you know i'm an mc i'm a poet i'm a speaker uh i'm always on the mic so i always wanted to bring that to the airwaves so when i originally made my podcast that's what i was all about but we you know and sitting down after a year reviewing my 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 past episodes man i just saw that it wasn't quite everything that's me man you know what i mean there's a there's a, there's a few sides to me that I, that were not there yet you know um i really enjoy doing my interviews i want to bring y'all some more interviews man i love i love i'm a life story dude i love talking about life stories i don't think you can really understand uh life until you really find out everything about other people and see what they've been through what makes them who they are so I'm all about that. So you will see some more of that, man. But really, it's overall just me being me, man. You know, uh, let me tell you a little something about me in case you did not know. I'm 44 years old, man. I'm in my mid-40s and I'm a black man. You know what I mean? You know what that means. That means I'm a superhero, you know? That means I'm a superhero. I'm holding it up. I'm level 44 at this point, man. A lot of us didn't make it this far. So I consider it a blessing. I know a lot of society... Right now, is you know, everything is a lot about the teens. It's a lot about, you know, what do teenagers think? What are the teenagers saying? What are young people at? And I'm with that. I love my young folks, man. I got a lot of young brothers, young, what I call my young lions. I got a lot of young lions, man, that I chop it up with about life. But you know who I am to them? Big bro. You know? So that's what I am all the time, and that's what I'm going to portray. I don't care if I'm out in society that's, that's all about... 20 year olds well i'm big bro to the 20 year olds you know so i'm gonna be big bro on the air and i wanted to uh kind of grow my show a little bit so you'll see a little bit more of a few more sides of me man like my my hip-hop side man i grew up in hip-hop man i've been in hip-hop my entire life i spent 20 years on the mic rapping you know uh on an independent record label we started our own label traveling touring ain't nothing nobody can tell me about no hip-hop man i love hip-hop you know, and I, and I think hip hop has a lot to say about life. So you're going to see me bring some of that in, you know, so we might break down some some lyrics, man. Break down some lyrics, get some meaning that some of us may may we might miss some of it. 
let's get deep into it you know what i mean um but overall it's this this show is just about me being big bro you know so i'm gonna chop it up about some of the things i'm going through i'm a husband you know you're gonna listen you're gonna hear some things that i'm talking about about what do it mean to be a 45 year old black man that's married how did you get there how long you been married um what's the struggles in being married what's the beauty of being married all of that i want to chop it up about that you're gonna hear, hear some episodes you're gonna hear all of that come up i'm a father i have three kids right i got three kids one from a previous relationship before my marriage and two within the marriage so you know it's a blended family but we are blended beautifully you know and that don't mean that that was easy or is easy but it's still beautiful so i want to talk about that because i know that's something a lot of cats got going on you know that's something a lot of dudes have going on and that's something a lot of women are involved with are you know are affected by you know and i have going on as well so we're going to talk about that man i want to talk about what does that look like how you make that work what's the role you know i'm big big proponent of know your role if we know our role and we can then we can focus on trying to play it to the best of our ability the time we get out of pocket if i start trying to do my guy's job or somebody else's job start sitting in somebody else's lane then it's gonna go wrong right so we're gonna talk about all of that man you know i'm a father of three man i'm an mc i got an album i'm working on man i got an album that will be coming out man because you know Here's another thing about being level 44 black man. I got a lot of things that I can talk about that I think people need to hear, whether it's people that's 20, 30, 40, 50. We need to talk about that. You know what I mean? And I've been good with the words. God gifted me with the words. I've been nice with the lyrics my entire life. So ever since my own big bro introduced me to hip hop. So it's only right that that's one of the ways that I continue to affect the world. So I'm going to always have that on deck. You know, we're going to bring that in. I'm going to discuss some of my lyrics and why I wrote them. One of the things you very rarely hear a rapper say is this is what I said and this is why I said it. This is what I meant. You know what I mean? I'm not a big, I ain't big into all of that. You know, let me give you a riddle and then it's up to you to figure out. Nah, I'm man enough to stand up and, you know, and tell you. I'm grown enough to stand up and tell you. This is what I meant by it. This is the experience in my life that gave me that thought. And this is why I translated it that way. You know what I mean? So let's talk about it. You know, I want to talk about a lot of things, man. One of one of the things we're going to talk about today, I want to talk about, man, affirmations and accountability, man. Because, you know, it's really, to me, those are the two, two of the biggest things about love, man. And, you know, we walk around right now and we we wondering we looking in the streets we talking about racism we talking about uh things that we need to heal past we talking about generational curses we talking about the things that hurt us in 2020 what's the new normal you know one of the biggest problems we had way before 2020 was love one what does love mean who do i give it to how do I do it? What do it look like? You know, for a lot of us, and I ain't talking about romantic love. I'm talking about love as people, man, as people. If I see you and you my bro, if I see you and you my sis, if I see you and you auntie, if you my, if you pops, if you my young lions, if I see people and I love y'all, man, what do that look like? What do it look like? So we're going to talk about that right now, man. Number one, I want to say, you know, like if you see somebody, I'll be like, what's up with you? And oh boy, oh, it's all love. Okay. Well, if it's all love, let's talk about that. 
Number one, affirmation, man, you got to affirm each other. This is one of the things that I talk about with my life coaching clients, man. This is something that we struggle with just in general as people, right? We have a hard time with love, not only giving it, but receiving it. But number one, we're going to talk about giving it. You know, there's a lot of tell, there's a lot of people that's like, man, I can't, I can't talk to them, man. Every time, every time I talk to them, it go left. Every time I talk to them, it turn into an argument. You know, if you got a serious topic to talk about or if you got some issues with somebody, it's going to go left a lot. But let me tell you, one of the ways you can nurture relationships to where it don't get to that point. For one, know who they are to you. Do you value them? If that's your brother, if that's your sister, if that's your mom, if that's your pops, if that's your elder, if that's your child, whatever it is, keep in mind who they are and show them they value to you up front right in a conversation you know i was reminded of this i was having a conversation with my mother-in-law the other day we out in the backyard chilling and grilling and i'm having a conversation with her and you know we started getting into some deep things emotionally deep things you know what i'm saying i'm a life coach i tend to do that but you know one of the things about it is you know i found that she's able to open up and talk to me and say things that she may not say to other people because she trusts me. And, you know, the reason she trusts me is because at the beginning of the conversations, I make sure to affirm her. Right. I'm like, listen, this is who you are in our family. You're the matriarch. You know what I'm saying? You've done a great job here. Give somebody respect for what you know they've done and what you know they've done for you and how you approach them and how you relate to them. Right. So let me show you what that looks like. Well, you know, if I if I'm chopping it up with my dude. Right. Let's say me and my me and my dog, we've been tight. 20 years right me and my boy me and my best friend we have been tight 25 30 years right so let's say i'm chopping it up with him and he like yo i'm going through this i'm going through that one of the first things i could do is be like yo well for one man you were you a dope father though man you were really dope father you know what i'm saying i i feel your struggle you know what i'm saying here's what i what i try to do with with my kids boom 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 you know what i'm saying but one of the first things i do is affirm him Yo, bro, you know, you always been real good at that. Or, hey, you had kids before I even did, and you you dropped some some nuggets on me. You know what I'm saying? You dropped this one gem on me that went like this. Boom, 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 boom. You know, you know what you do when you do that? It's what I call waking up the best in a person. Right? We all got our best and our worst, and usually we sitting right there in the middle. It's real easy to slide down to the worst. Sometimes it's difficult to slide up to the best until somebody reminds you. Right? Sometimes you got to prime it. You got to remind somebody. If you really want to have a conversation, especially if it's a deep topic or if it's something you think you can give them some advice on and you want them to try to take your advice, the best thing you can do is talk to the best version of them. Right. So one of the things you can do is wake that up. You know, I always think about like this is this even go to like if you if you have a belief, if you a believer like I am, if you a believer in God, you know, and you pray. One of the things you can do in your conversation with God, you know, one like before when I first joined a church and started getting around some brothers teaching me, you know, and, and helping build me up in who I am. You know, I didn't know how to pray. I would feel uncomfortable praying. You know, if I could, you know, the only prayer I knew was, uh, now I lay me down to sleep. You know what I'm saying? When that's all I grew up with. 
So when I got around some other brothers and we started talking about how do we uh, build our marriages and our families and how do we stand strong and hold each other accountable, then it's like, oh, man, I need to go pray. But how do I pray? And I remember, you know, my brother, my one cat, man, my brother, Jason Carter, man, shout out to Jason Carter, man. He a lawyer. My man said, look, this is what you do. This is something that was dropped on me. And it's something I'm going to help. I'm going to advise y'all with. He was like, use the acronym ACTS, right? A-C-T-S. And you hit each one. The A is for adoration. The C is for confession. The T is for thanksgiving. And the S is for supplication. That's when you ask for stuff. So you ask for stuff last. The first three are you putting yourself in place. You're putting each other in place, right? So do you go to God. Your first thing you do is adoration. God, you're great. God, you dope. You know what I'm saying? Look at what you've done in my life. I appreciate it. So it's the same conversation you have with folks, man. Same conversation you have with your peoples. If you're building it with your with your family and you really care about these people, they ain't got to be blood relatives, but if they're your family, build them up first. You know what I'm saying? Talk to the best version of them. I'm telling you, you know, I'm always reminded that I don't know if a lot of y'all seen that movie um, directed by my man Boots Riley. I met my man Boots once too, man. Real quick, real quick meeting, man. I think it was at a hieroglyphics concert, man. I told you I'm a hip hop head. But um, yeah, my man, uh, I think it was down at Oberlin. They was out here. But my man Boots Riley has a movie called Sorry to Bother You, man. And that movie was that movie was weird, man. What's up? It's your big bro, Jay Floyd, man. Y'all wanted to come on here and tell y'all about Greenwood Dist. Man, Greenwood Dist is a dope black-owned apparel company, man. They specialize in dope graphic tees that are all about black excellence, black encouragement, and black empowerment, man. Listen, I always wanted to have a relationship with a company and or a product that really matched me and who I what I believe in and what I stand for. And man, I couldn't be a better marriage than me linking up with Greenwood Disc. Greenwood Disc, man, they actually named, if you go look it up, man, you know I'm all about your research. If you look it up, they are named after the uh the town in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Black Wall Street once stood before it was torn down in the Tulsa uprising, man. So go out and check out greenwooddist.com. And also, man, if you put in the promo code J Floyd, J-A-Y-F-L-O-Y-D, tell them your big bro sent you, they'll knock 10% off for you, man, for a lifetime, man. Keep using that. All right, y'all one. I don't be real, but in it, my man Lakeith Stanfield was doing his thing, man. And um there's a scene where him and the other brother, man, and they like in each other's face. And, you know, they having some issues and they get real passive aggressive, man. They take that passive aggressive to the 10th degree, right? So they start, like, giving each other compliments, but slapping each other with the compliment. Like, you know, they say it like, uh. So, you know, they in each other's face like, you have a nice day. I hope your day is blessed. I hope you have a great week, brother. I hope all your weeks is great. You know what I'm saying? But they in each other's face, so it's confrontational. And I think, you know, it was funny. But I think it was touching on something, you know, that especially as black men, we got a real hard time just giving them real heartfelt compliments, man. Just really speaking into a brother and building them up, you know. And so, you know, with that that scene right there just kind of shined a, a really surreal light on it. 
you know, something that we can really take back and just take, you know, think about, man. It's something we can get better on. If you if you listening to this and you say to yourself, man, I don't really know, or you're probably saying to yourself, which you'll say on a lot of stuff you're going to hear me say, most, most of your first reaction going to be, man, I already do that. But I really want you, when I say these kind of things, man, I'm only bringing them up because I know my I myself struggle with them. I know a lot of people that do struggle with them. We just tend to tell ourselves we don't. But if you really think back, ask yourself, when do you really do these things for real? You know what I'm saying? That you will recognize most of the time it is something we can all get better with, you know? So that's affirmations, man. I think that's one of the big pillars of love, man. If we really want to love each other as a community, we really want to grow. We already know what's been done to us as a community. But if we really want to start fighting back, part of fighting is loving, man. Building. You got to build your fortress up, right? So if we really want to get to equal standing with everybody else and really want to get back to that community and that culture that we love or get to a community and culture that we love and can benefit us, let's start affirming each other, man. Yo, and then I remember I said there was two parts to that. There was two pillars I wanted to talk about. That second pillar is accountability. Now, this one is going to be a little tougher, right? This one is like the flip side. Of the affirmation but you got to do both of them if you don't if you do one without the other it don't work this is why a lot of people have a hard time having tough conversations because they don't affirm each other or they don't hold each other accountable you got to do both the affirmation brings out the best in you holding somebody accountable keeps you from being the worst right keeps you from sliding all the way down to what we capable of to what we all capable of and i think that's one of the keys is that we all capable of some bs we all capable of some nonsense you know so it's never a, a holier than thou thing it's just a hold each other up thing hold on to thou thing you know what i'm saying you know so here's the thing man and i'm gonna touch on i won't, I won't you know there's so many different aspects to holding somebody accountable man but when it come to like family brotherhood sisterhood um building community some things are sacred some things are sacred marriage and parenthood are sacred you know what i mean look if you know i'm a, I'm, a, I'm just gonna keep it funky with you man look if you know somebody cheating on their wife and you don't hold them accountable and you ain't being a brother to them, man. You ain't being a sister to them. You not. You just not. Facts, man. Listen, you can do all the rationalization you want, man. You can say all you want about, nah, I don't want to be in their business. I don't want to. Listen, I'm going to explain exactly why you don't hold them accountable, right? And I'm look, you don't got to get yourself involved in a way that's not your role. Because I just talked earlier about know your role. But you, if you a brother, you know your role as a brother. A brother hold that man to a higher standard. If you the sister, know your role as a sister. If you a mom, dog, I, if you know your role to that person, affirm that person. Tell them what do what you appreciate about them, what they do well. Get the best version of them out, and then hold them accountable. You know the key, the key to doing this, and the reason why it's so hard. The overall key. What this looks like is being okay when it happens back to you, right? You got to be okay. And that might sound funny for the first part, right? 
being okay with somebody affirming you. But trust me, man, we ain't good at that. We ain't good at somebody giving us legit compliments. You know what I'm saying? We laugh it off, shrug it off. Things get uncomfortable. You know, dudes will say old school stuff like, man, that's gay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with you. There's a lot of all of those old school things that are toxic, toxically masculine, toxically cultural. We don't like to be give each other intimate compliments like that. You know what I'm saying? We relate it to sexuality or romanticism and we get homophobic. We do that. It's not act like we don't do that. That's something we need to address in our culture. So if somebody give you a compliment and start affirming, you receive it. But look, check this out. If somebody start holding you accountable, you need to receive that too, right? Like I said, marriage and parenthood. Look, if you know somebody, if you and your dude kicking it, y'all tough, and you know a boy got two kids he ain't taking care of, man, look, please hold that man accountable. Think about the pain in your life. You might have had from not having a father, man. Don't let don't don't let that dude do that to his life or his kid's life, man. Hold him accountable. You got to, man. And listen, most cats they don't want to say something, and most people don't want to say something. You know why? Let's just be real. They don't want to say something when somebody else doing dirt because they don't want to get caught on their own dirt. Right? That's the reason we don't do it. That's the whole reason people be like, oh, you yo, you you walk in the straight and narrow. Oh, you a goody goody. Oh, you holier than now. That's that's just a thing that we've created in our culture because we really feel like I ain't that good either. And it's gonna come a day when I'm cheating on my wife or my spouse, or when I'm not taking care of my kids, or when I'm doing some dirt, and I don't want them coming back on me. So let's just foster an environment where we don't talk about that kind of stuff. That's his business. I ain't gonna get involved in that. But look, if you if you really if, if I see you and you be like, oh, that's my boy, if that's really your dude, if that's really your girl, if that's really your sis. You got to hold him accountable. That's your unk. That's your nephew. You got to. You got to say something to him. And again, like I said, you you don't get out of your role. But what is your, you got to perform your role, though. If me and my dude going golfing, you know what I mean? I know a lot of dudes like to get into golf real quick. And I know old boy got a mistress. I'm going to say something. I'm a, and it, well, if, if you don't know what to say, then that's the work. Figure out what to say. Put in some work. You don't put in the work for your peoples. It ain't worth it to go figure out something to say. Go talk to somebody else like, hey, what would, what would you like to say? What do you think is the best way to approach this? Get some mentors, man. If we doing the family thing right, we should be able to get past a lot of mess without stepping in all of it i'm gonna say that again i you hear the word family a lot people that say they family sometimes they blood sometimes they not but if we doing the family thing right we should be able to walk past a lot of mess without stepping in all of it we should be able to help each other around some of it out of some of it away from some of it we should 
That's just the way it should be if we start doing this family thing in a more healthy way. Believe me. If we start affirming each other, man, not tearing each other down. That's another reason why we don't hold each other accountable. Because if I ain't affirmed you, if I ain't never done nothing, if I don't consistently show you that I appreciate you and I see you rocking and I see the great things that you do, do then how I'm going to hold you accountable on the flip side? You know what I'm saying? It's all about that balance, man. And my question is, how much do you really value that person? Is that really fam? You know, because when it's really fam, then you're willing to do the work for them. You know, it's not it's not easy to do these things, but you do stuff that ain't easy if somebody is worth it to you. All right. So, yeah, we're going to touch on some more of that, man. We got we got a lot of stuff to come man. we got a lot of topics, man. The way this world is going, you know, with the virus, with what I consider a new renaissance in race relations, man. And the fact that black people in America and around the world are are really um unrested man we're not willing to settle for the the uh the illusions that we have and and we're looking for more and you know it's not just us looking for more we got a lot of allies out there who see what's going on with us and they're not willing to tolerate seeing us be treated like that no more either so they're looking for ways that they can be great allies you know now granted you got a lot of other people out there that's that's pushing another agenda that are not having it they don't want to see things change so it's a lot of push and pull so man listen we got a lot we're going to talk about man i appreciate y'all joining me on the first rebranded episode of the big bro show man look wherever you listening to this click like click subscribe do all of that man and uh stick with me man join me here again for another one y'all i love y'all man i love y'all i love y'all play the music man